2: Greetings and salutations, my fine metal friends. Welcome to the Metal Sucks Podcast. How are you doing? I'm Chuck. And I'm godless. And this is your weekly Zero. examination of all things Metal, the Metal Sucks Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed all over the place, whether it's uh, Google, Stitcher, uh, where, you know, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, It doesn't matter. You can find Metal Sucks Podcast, and you can subscribe to said podcast. Maybe even leave a review, a couple of stars. Tell us we suck. We would appreciate it. And, you know, pass it on to your friends and all that stuff. And if you're not into the apps of things like that, MetalSucks.net. Every single Monday, that's where we like to post it. We got a podcast tab. Click uh, right there at the top. You will find over a hundred and sixty something episodes that you can check out and peruse at your leisure. I had some good ones recently, man. Well, yeah, including last week's with uh, the Agonist, which was awesome. And this week we got another another pretty uh, pretty pretty banging one with uh, with Woven Ward. Now this would be you'd think this would be a repeat, but it's not quite because we decided to get another member of the of. The clan, if you will. Jordan Mancino is going to be our guest this week.
1: Yeah, so Jordan is the drummer. He's also like the, like, we thought, like the only. That doesn't, don't don't, don't stop. give it all away. Oh. Don't, you can't give it oh. all away up front. Okay. The As I lay dying, you know, yeah. in case you've forgotten, you know. So, you know, you want a really great interview from the past. I recommend the Nick Hippa interview we Indeed. did. Indeed. He's almost two years ago with one of the. He was so awesome. So it was great. To get a chance to talk to uh, uh, Jordan, get another perspective. They've got a lot going on right now,
2: mm-hmm, indeed. And uh, you know, they got a new record called Honor Is Dead" uh, that's going to be out. And, uh, and yeah, I think um, I, we found out a little bit more about the Phil Grosso thing and some of the stuff that's been happening with the band, some lineup changes and some other stuff. So, a lot of good, a uh, lot of good stuff in this one. Uh, so, great to talk to Jordan. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Uh, but also, don't forget to find us like on all those socials and all that stuff. Um, uh, let's see, what am I? Twitter, at Bearded Ape, is where you can find me.
1: At Godless Speaks, Godless Speaks on Facebook and Spotify.
2: But I'm really getting to our Patreon so that you can support us. That's what I was trying to get to. Uh, Patreon.com slash Chuck and Godless. Uh, if you go there, you can help support the show uh, because, you know, we like to bring it to you every week and bring it to you on time. And we also like money, so uh, that, that'd be kind of cool. So, you know, and we offer also some extra stuff. So, like, if you're into the podcast, and some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, Godless recorded a, a little video about this interview, I think in particular, actually, uh, and his thoughts afterwards. Uh, it's only yeah. exclusively to our Patreon subscribers, so, you know,
1: you, you sound like you're feeling a little self-conscious about it, which I, I don't know why. Well, it wasn't the self consciousness It was just sort of, uh, every time we do an interview, introspective. I to, yeah, I try to spend some time rethinking through it in my mind, etc., and so that was... I figured instead of just you know talking to myself, I'd talk to my camera.
2: Stuff I never do. I I don't ever think about what we do. You know, because yeah, forget that. Self-examination, actualization, realization. Fuck, what's that? No, I don't have time for that crap. Moving on. All right, let's keep going. All right, moving <laughs> forward. Oh, uh, let's see what else. Does, speaking of which, moving forward, what we're we gonna what are we gonna talk about in this episode? Is uh,
1: oh yeah, the uh, the talking about. Um, uh, how certain bands seem to represent represent certain genres, and how they, it's never right, you know? Yeah. It's never the right band. Yeah, you see bands that
2: may or may not um, seem to be the namesake for an entire genre, but they fit, but don't quite fit. Yeah, something like that. Well, we'll explain it a little bit more when we get to it, but... And you sound like you're wheezing over there. You sound like you are starting to sound like me. Have you
1: been smoking yeah, a bunch over there or what? No, but dude, Dublin, uh, freaking everybody smokes here. It's freaking re- <sighs> crazy. See, that's and so I'm wheezing like awesome. crazy. Oh my god! I don't. I, what? It, what? It, you know what it is? Is is is? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say too many bad things. <laughs> man, oh man! I, see, this is the thing: is that Ireland has made it quite clear at this point. I've been here nearly two years, and Ireland does not like me. It's mm. it's 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 now it's now gotten quite obvious, right? So, like you know, it used to be like little things, like you know, it'd be I'd be uh, sitting sitting uh, on a crowded bus, and I'd have like the the seat next to me empty, and like every other seat gets filled on the bus until then somebody sits next to me, you know. Like, I'm, I don't know whether it's, I'm intimidating or, or what, but I, I'm not. It's just that, whatever that is, they just don't like me. And then, like, the moment another seat frees up, whoever's sitting next to me, boom, they get up, they get in that seat. They don't, don't, it's not like I look funny. I look kind of like everybody else here. I got bad hair like everybody else here. You don't I, smell they,
2: weird, do you? I mean, uh, I, I, I don't, don't know if think like, so. you, you've changed your chemistry's changed or anything like that. I mean, you, no. didn't, you never seem to smell too terrible over here,
1: anyway. I mean, it, it's so bad. Like, I go for a haircut the other day, right? And so I pull out my phone with a picture of me. And I said to the guy, <laughs> I want this haircut. And he looks at me and he goes, You wouldn't look good in that haircut. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's actually kind of awesome. I mean, I uh, got
2: to give him that. That's good comedy right there.
1: (laughs) Whether to like, you know, I I mean, I couldn't say to him, but that's me, you know, I just so I let him give me this like really goofy looking haircuts. I got a goofy looking haircut. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> but see, this, the, the thing that really where it gets important is that I'm trying to go on all these job interviews, you know, because I've been out of work for a long time. And, and so like, <clears throat> you know, it used to be in the States, I go for a job interview, like my shot at getting that job is pretty good. I, I get in there I you know I tell them how great I am how good I am at stuff because you're a bullshitter
2: and, you're an American yeah
1: yeah well but not, but even beyond that I'm not only I'm good at the bullshit but you know I'm pretty confident in my abilities to do no, I'm things not, I'm
2: not I'm not I'm not sliding your ability to do anything I'm just saying that you are a good bullshitter on top of being you know what, what whatever
1: else but yeah it's uh, a much better compliment than the barber gave me yes
2: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> uh, but I mean I mean but how important is that to any job interview especially here in the united States, you got to be able to bullshit a little bit you know and fluff it up and and, you know you got to pull your chest out
1: you got to you got to yeah you got to bullshit but here it's totally weird it's i i i haven't been able to figure it out but i just get the like overarching sense that as soon as i open my mouth they just don't like me like i can do the jobs i'm interviewing for I I can do it left, right, and center. No problem. I can do it standing on my head. You know, know what it is? In-
2: I know what it is. I know. They exact- don't like me. No, I know. I know what it is. You got oh. ser- like, to drink more. You see, like seriously, you got to drink more. You got to drink more. Actual like whiskey. You got to. You got to drink more. Because as as somebody who has been. Uh, um, um, down the rabbit hole, if you will, as, as far as alcohol is concerned and alcoholism, uh, you have a certain set of pheromones and scents that come off of you when you drink whiskey and nothing else but whiskey. <laughs> and I think that may be something key to
1: getting the Irish on your side.
2: You know, this I mean, like like,
1: that might be real. Is this sort of like that thing where like no girl starts like getting interested in you until after you get a girlfriend? Is dang, that, like
2: how that works Dang. You, because you don't get the confidence until you have a ring on your finger or you don't have a girlfriend or whatever, you know. Next thing you know you're confidence like, "Hey, I'm all not, stepping
1: up." A- I'm telling you, but that's my part, that's my is point. That's my issue.
2: Uh, exactly. You don't need confidence, especially in Ireland. You need confidence in America. In Ireland you need to be drunk. Uh, I I, th- I think maybe that's the whole thing is that you you, you you're too confident and that comes off as arrogance. Versus you know being but being it, sad and withdrawn like every other fucking drunk motherfucker and you drink to come not, out of your shell.
1: It's not that though. It's it's something more subtle. It's really weird. Like mm. in, like in the states, like all right, to give you an idea, like I have in my entire work history, I have called in sick one time. Yeah. Right. I've shown up for work every other day ever in the history of my working. If I bring that up in an interview in the states, their reaction is going to be awesome he's reliable let's get him in here when i bring it up here i get the sense that the reaction is oh we don't want him here because he'll make the rest of us look bad <laughs> you well, know what i mean well because the rest of the world
2: doesn't doesn't work like the rest well i they, and they're but i'm right an for it. I, I know but i'm just saying they're they're probably right for it actually because we're the ones that are going to die early from stress and tumors and all kinds of other shit, uh, high, but how high do blood you, pressure, and crap.
1: How do you conduct an interview where you're supposed to tell them, "Yes, I can do this job, and I can do it better than the other candidates, right. and I can so, do it."
2: So, what do your friends tell you? Like, okay, think back. What D- friends? Well, okay, that's a good point. Okay, what do I? What do I tell you? Let me let me tell you what to do here. All right, I'm your only friend, so so you're gonna have to listen to my advice, and I'm gonna have to you have to work this out. This is like. When you want to get the hot chick and you have no idea how you're going to get the hot girl, right? You got you got no idea how you're going to do it. You got to like stop. You got to you got to stop caring about it and don't give a fuck. Don't prepare. Don't think you're going to go in there and walk. Just you know, just don't even worry about it. Just walk into the job interview and fuck it, whatever. You know who cares? Just answer (laughs) willy nilly, whatever you give give. Don't give a fuck. And next thing you know, it's going to come around the other way it's, I it's scored
1: it, you know i scored an interview for a job uh that uh, the interview is happening next week i am 100% Unqualified for this position, and it's offering almost twice as much as I've ever earned doing anything ever before. So walk in there so gonna, and tell them how unqualified you are for that job. <laughs> it's pretty close to it because that's sort of my was my thought when I applied to it. it was like, oh I'm never going to get that. And I send it in, and they actually want an interview with me, which was crazy. But I was like, uh, uh the the whole point of it was, I'm tired of walking in with these jobs that I can do standing on my head. And they don't like me now. I'm, let's see if I can. I can't change whether people like me or not at this point. I I can't figure out how to make myself a little more charismatic. It's I, I I'm I'm completely and utterly baffled. There's no literature on how to make Irish people like you. Mm, you know, yeah. so you're kind of screwed.
2: Whiskey. So yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, you know, just saying that, that seems to work pretty well. Every I. I
1: Every make, every guy I ever
2: met, you know, I just, just slam a few uh, slam a little bit of whiskey and everything seems to be fine.
1: I appreciate I've met a number of our our uh, uh Irish listeners, which has been awesome and uh but hey guys, <laughs> I need some advice here. <laughs> uh,
0: hey, you know,
1: I, let me add to it. I've only met every one of our Irish listeners one time. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's really that's kind of <laughs> fucked
2: up, dude. Uh, that that really is kind of fucked up, huh? Weird. You must have something. I mean, you you ain't got like dead
1: fucking skunk in your pocket or some shit or something. weird. There's got to be something weird going on, man. Or I ought to I ought like write a book about being a shut in because I'm I, I you know I've been doing it now for a number of months and uh you know I'm 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 very self aware of of the experience. I think. But like, there's really weird things that happen when you're shut, and like, all of a sudden, I start like really, really, like needing people to compliment me, like hmm. you know, because I've got so no self-esteem at this point. Yeah, and so you need to be lifted up a little bullshit. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I'll do things like I'll, I'll engage in conversation, and I'll start saying stupid shit that is just like to try to get somebody to go, "Whoa, that's cool." That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> and
2: so uh, oh, pretty it, much like any of
1: our interviews okay all right cool. yeah but it ends up it ends up, <laughs> oh, it ends up so bad it's so bad wow because oh, there's sorry, nothing dude. more it's so pathetic it's just pathetic you have a person like stand, standing there going hey oh, i was the second person to look at that youtube video and now there's a thousand people who've looked at it isn't that the lamest thing you've ever heard <laughs> i actually said that to somebody <laughs> oh wow <laughs> How dumb is that? I mean, I hate to,
2: I hate to like pity you and feel sorry for you, but at the same time, dude, I kind of feel sorry. I'm sorry, man. That sucks. That, that that's that, that's fucking bad life to have right now, man. So. But I can't say it was that much better in the States, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shit. At least you see me every once in a while, you know? (laughs) 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 Fucking A. All right. Speaking of awkward, let's get into our interview with uh, Jordan Mancino, man. Uh, (laughs) uh, New record, Honor is Dead. Woven War is pretty badass. We go all over the place with this interview. Jordan Mancino on the Metal Sucks
3: podcast.
2: It's uh, Chuck and goblins from the Metal Sucks podcast, dude.
3: Hey, how you guys doing? Doing all right, man. My phone starts cutting out just a know like Reception gets a little strange at my house sometimes.
1: Where, where, do, you, where do you live in?
3: Uh, I live in San Diego, like, uh, oh. you know, closer to downtown. We're all, like, kind of, like, up in North County. I was, you know, one of those up there. And uh moved down here when we got the uh, brick by brick just because it's closer and, community's not fun <laughs> from north oh, county yeah. but uh yeah so yeah That's we've cool. got a little bit closer yeah bigger like it down here yeah.
1: do you have like a three-story house or like a one-story house or do you have like pools
3: <laughs> yeah, i got five pools uh, <laughs> uh, <that was>, uh <laughs> now um yeah it's just like you know to uh, i guess what, what do they call it a craftsman style or just means you know, it's just a uh a really old house that's kind of falling apart of the seams, uh, but it's a cool area.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know. it's like worth like two mil because it's, you know, San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a cool area, yeah.
3: <laughs> it, exactly, yeah. So you get like a box and it's like, you know, a box on in in the right piece of land, it's like five million dollars, you know. What I'm yeah, no so. shit. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's everywhere nowadays. Yeah, right? no, no yeah. kidding, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's like, did you come, you know, it's like coming over San Diego, it's like, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of places I could live, you know, I wouldn't mind living, but you know, every time I get home from tour or, you know, the weather's nice I'm just like, Oh, I remember why I still want to live here, you know. Yeah. Even though I grew up here, you know, it's just uh, it's a beautiful place.
2: So, you know, tend to go back <laughs> to our roots, right? You know, kinda of go back to where you well, it feels right.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh,
1: I go back to my roots, my roots reject me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know,
3: that's a daily struggle, you know. <laughs> no uh, good. <kidding. laughs>
1: Jordan, are there any truth to the rumors that Phil left the band because you put him too low in the mix?
3: <laughs> nah, those aren't true. Uh, no, yeah, it was just, yeah, uh, um, it wasn't anything, you know, really I guess, dramatic or anything like that. You know, it was just, uh, you know, he'd been working on a poison headache, and he kind of wanted to go that route for a little bit. That, uh, anyway, you know, it's 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 like it's not that like he, uh, I guess, wasn't actively involved it was just uh, he's like i want to spend time with this so and uh we'll you know he still wanted the tour and you know the uh i guess the over War thing just is isn't stopping yet you know so um
1: yeah so I mean, did you tell him of, that he's crazy <laughs>
3: <laughs> no nah, i mean you yeah, know, it, 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 sometimes it's just uh real life just kind of takes you in different directions i guess i don't know but yeah no, nothing like over dramatic or anything like that you know
1: so so Shane Blaze's new fiance had nothing to do with it.
3: No, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to see if there might be something there.
3: <laughs> no, you know, it's it's. Uh, I guess uh, unfortunately, yeah, it's like we're not. Uh, I guess we're you know we try to we try to avoid the you know, the, the dramatic uh, dramatic effects of being in a band. You know, um, no way. Well, you know, so, so I mean, yeah, given some of the the history, you know, what I mean, obviously. Yeah, you, know, you don't like to sensationalize. You've never much, you had. Know, so. You've never been through
2: any kind of drama. What are you talking about, yeah. dude? No. What do you
0: mean? Oh, shit.
2: Well, I mean, but it's gotta feel weird to have have him playing on the record, and then suddenly sort of changing his mind about things a little bit, and, and deciding he wanted to go a different direction.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, well, honestly, it was it was like more or less it was not a different direction. I mean, still like just as, as much as part of like this this process. You know, this band really up until we had out on the road, you know, so, um, which I mean, you know, I, I mean, even like, you know, with, uh, like, with, with I was like dying, it was like, there's like the first couple of years, of this, we went through, I think, 15 different members, you know, it's just when you kind of like, uh, sometimes like, yeah, it's just like, it wasn't, uh, it, it's not that, it's just like, things are, things are changing constantly, it's just, the, the band itself has to keep moving forward, you know, yeah. with or without, and sometimes, you know, and it's not necessarily like, the person you know i guess the band itself the collective just keeps moving you know and i think in order to uh actually make a uh, make, make a make a positive effect or have any sort of effect i like guess as, as a band like you have to
0: keep moving forward you know yeah
1: but you know like phil like started playing with you when he was what like 17 or something like that
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean
1: obviously yeah. he's developmentally disabled from <laughs> that point onward how could he uh-huh. make a rational decision about his future
3: i don't know i don't know good question for him i guess <laughs> well if nothing else
2: you two guitarists is fine yeah i think you'll be okay
3: i think you'll be okay exactly okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. Right. yeah
1: yeah you're not filling that slot right you're good no pun intended yeah,
3: no it's it's just uh it's yeah it's gonna be the four of us so it definitely will we'll, i'll miss fill you know we'll miss fill like when we, when we start touring um but uh Shan is an amazing guitar player as well
1: that's a great way to just kind of like eh, we didn't really need you you know like because I've had that before like yeah. I had a job as an accountant in an office and then I left and they never replaced <laughs> me and I was like, no way like I did a lot of work well maybe I didn't do a lot of work around there, but you know they survived yeah. without me, and that was like the ultimate like I had no i was of no value to that place
3: yeah I mean it's definitely not that not the case you know there's definitely value there of course you know it's like it'll We've always been uh, a collective effort, you know, and everybody uh, is involved. There's, you know, there's five cooks in the kitchen, and there's just, just, just four, you know, so we're still going to make it all happen, you know what I mean? It's just one less person, so.
2: So do you feel like if he ever changes his mind once to come back, it'd be cool if he to bring him back into the fold maybe at some point, or,
3: you know?
0: Uh, you know, I mean, like that, it huh? really, you
3: know, it's, it's kind of, I guess at this point, it's, it's, uh, that can we're going to keep keep moving forward you yeah. know but what happens in the future is just kind of you know i guess we'll, we'll leave it till then i guess yeah. at this point
0: so makes sense. is that
1: weird like when you're i mean because you've had so many ex-members in and you know in Woven and or and as i lay dying you know when you combine the two but it, like when you're in, like practically living with somebody for a long for months and then uh-huh. like they're no longer in the band it's such a weird dynamic at that point. Like, do you remain friends? Do you just, like, no, just Facebook friends? What is it? No, no, I
3: mean, yeah, I mean, we actually just hung out last night, so, um, we went and, uh, saw uh, Between the Braid and Me, uh, man, it was, you know, the same, it was, uh, no different, really, you know, I think it, it's like, like you say, you know, like you, I guess some people would, like, try to, uh, I guess some bands and you know, in this situation could try to over over-dramatize everything, you know, and uh but, but really you know it's like, hey, we're all we're all adults and uh, you know we still uh, you know, we still own the club together um in you know, San Diego and uh you know so we're still definitely we actively involved um uh, you know on that end I mean really it's uh, kind of just
1: I didn't know you uh, guys owned a club together that's cool yeah. what kind of club
3: yeah. uh metal club <laughs> uh-huh. yeah it's called uh, called brick by brick
1: so oh. you're still business
2: partners you're still hanging out everything's still <laughs> mm-hmm. good with everybody that's good that's good
3: yeah, 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 so, still, uh yeah, I mean, we're still,
1: uh,
0: you know, I guess,
3: slanging the metal uh one way or another,
1: you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Jordan, I thought that your debut album, and I put it in print, and I said it a million times, I'll still say it to anybody who will listen to me, that I still think that the, the Woven War debut album is one of the greatest debut albums in the history of metal. I, I mean, I put it right <laughs> up there with, like... <laughs> Well, I can't think of anybody who's got a better debut album offhand. It's such oh, an awesome album. So now, like that, you're starting the cycle on another album. What's your perspective on that album? Do you guys did you f- fulfill your expectations, your hopes? What what do you what do you kind of look back at that
3: at? Uh, honestly, uh, it's, uh, I, you know, it's I haven't even got to that point yet. I, I uh, we just we've been so uh, so busy, like uh, you know touring on that record and then just, you know, when we're home, like, working at the club and, you know, everybody's still, like, Josh is recording bands as well, producing bands, like, um, and then we recorded this and now we're back out on tour, you know? We're going to be. Yeah, I really haven't thought about it. <laughs> All I know is, like, it was, like kinda, it's uh, that whole mindset is just like, you know, <clears throat> like, uh, it's impossible to move forward if you get stuck in the past, you know what I mean? Uh, or if you keep thinking in the past and, uh, you know, I, I think, for us, we've just, We're constantly trying to, you know, get better and and like I said, just keep keep things
0: moving forward.
1: But there was like a transition, you know, from As I Lay Dying, which was at its you know Christian metal roots, into you know the debut album from Woven War, which was uh, decidedly secular, non-religious. So, did you get any sort of expected or unexpected backlash from making that transition at all?
3: No, not at all. You know, I think we were like, with Elderly Dying, it was was like, there was, uh, kind of going back to the the accountant thing where it's, I I just, it's like, you know, you could be, uh, an accountant, you could be a Christian, but that doesn't mean you're a Christian accountant, you know? And it was like that with Elderly Dying, I guess. Uh, but, uh, you know, same thing with Woven War. Um, you know, I guess our, our beliefs, uh, they vary differently in, in the band, within the band, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily affect like who we are as people, you know, and uh, our backgrounds or uh, you know beliefs or what have you, you know. So, so you know, like I guess basically what I, what I'm saying is that like I was never really had a um, an overly like I guess evangelical type of uh, mission or or uh, or statement. I guess it was uh it was more or less like, hey, yes, this is these are our, our beliefs, these are, this is our religion, or this is like, you know, I guess our way of life, our way of thinking, uh, but this is our art, you know, like this is our music. You know, it's, it, 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 it's something that affects the other, but it doesn't necessarily like represent, you know, one, one or the other, uh, if that makes sense. You got to
2: admit that it was kind of marketed that way though, at the same time. I mean, is it, is that part of the deal with this is trying to, okay, let's, let's make sure that we're, uh, separation of church and state, if you will, you know, instead of trying to,
3: you know. yeah, it, it, it's kind of yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I think you know, some of that stuff you can, you, you have the ability to like, uh, I guess, navigate, and there's some of it you don't. Yeah, and um, you know, I think it, it's like we're not like trying to deny anything. Like, I mean, like as far as I was concerned, or or world war. Well, for that matter you know it's just, uh but i mean that's just you know kind of the, yeah the god's honest truth so to speak <laughs> <laughs> but yep. you know it's, it's, it's i think the easiest way and the simplest way to put it is just like you know you can be uh you can be a, a journalist you can be a christian journalist you know but that still doesn't mean that you're you know that, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a, a uh a Christian journalist, yeah, 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 does that make sense? No, it, it totally uh, makes sense. Totally
2: makes sense. Yeah. It's just I, I just remember I, I've been doing the metal radio thing for a long time, so it's a, mm-hmm. I remember the marketing for Shadows of Security, and it's like okay, well, check out this blah 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 Christian metal act, you know, on some of the, some of the yeah, marketing stuff. You totally. know what I'm saying? It's like, and uh-huh. when it gets pitched that way, suddenly you're you're lumped into that into that family, and mm-hmm. it's you know obviously you know hard to hard to shake. But at the same time, it's like it didn't it's', it's curious if it's a conscious decision or unc- you know what i'm saying like if it, if it's something you guys physically think about you know
3: yeah i mean if if like we're not like uh, afraid or or like uh, i guess ashamed to talk about talk about it one way or the other yeah, it's not like it's um, the the way it's marketed is like uh the wrong impression at all it's it's like it's just kind of like, okay cool, like you know like it's just uh just is what it is, you yeah. know? So I mean, really, it's, it's just about the music to us and, uh, and uh, the, the the art form itself, you know? So,
1: Yeah, but there's also like an audience there that, as a Dying's audience, would have had a certain mm-hmm. expectation about what's going to happen lyrically and might have carried those expectations into woven war. So I was curious as to whether, from an audience perspective, whether you guys felt that or, or did, did everybody buy in?
3: Uh, you know, I, honestly, I don't really know. You know, I mean, yes and no. Uh, I mean, for us, it was always kind of like, hey, if, like if these kids, like uh, or these fans, like wouldn't listen to us otherwise, like at least like this gives us a chance to connect with them. You know, and I think that was like for us the most important thing. It's like, you know, I mean, the same kid could, could go buy a record that was, I guess, subtly or obviously marketed like as a Christian, you know, Christian band, but who's to say that they were. Who really knows? <laughs> yeah, I guess at that right. point you can't really judge motivation or or or, uh, or intent um, from the artist perspective. But like for this kid, it was or for this fan or whatever, it was uh, it was palatable as, as a result. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, for us, it was like it was more about hey, like we're just gonna use this as a marketing tool. It's like no, like this is just kind of happens to be what it, what it is, and like this is a way to connect with these people. Like you know, who are we to judge at this point? You know, one way or the other, and it's like. Well, like, do we want, because in the same way, like, you know, it's a marketing thing. Like, it's like, it could be like, well, when, because we're marketing towards Christians, are we only, like, or because we're, we were marketed as a Christian band or one way or to some extent, like, are we trying to, um, I guess, not market to, I guess, the secular, like, secular crowd? Yeah. Or like, maybe like the, you know, like a, a different, like you know, uh, like a, like a Muslim crowd. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's not we're trying not not trying to reject another audience. Uh, it's like it's just kind of yes, it is what it is.
2: I, do, I, I look at it as being able to get past the parents, no matter what you're able to to, to get loud ass music past the parents because you are like, look, no, look, it's it's got God on it here. It's cool. It's okay. Everything's okay. You
3: yeah, know? you know, but I mean, it it, it, it um oddly enough, I that does make a difference, you know, it I think really so does, a lot of people, you know, especially, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, for us, that's like, okay, you know what? Great. Like, this is like a, this is something that gives us like a, the ability to open their eyes a little bit to the world. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, for us, we were, we were just about like, you know, and still are about like just being, being real and just like, you know, talking about things that are happening every day, like whether they are um, fun to realize or not, or, you know, I guess uh, enjoyable or, enjoyable or not so i think that that was our that was always our uh motivation you know yeah.
1: uh, so, so being a christian was never a prerequisite to becoming a member of as i lay dying
3: no 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 it was uh yeah basically it was just it was a commonality and i think it, it's from for many many years for between like you know uh the band you know and the band members um but uh no, it was never like a i guess a prerequisite i guess yeah. but
1: and so, your own religion has it evolved over time, or do you still feel are you still a theist are you still christian and you still feel the same way about uh, uh, uh Jesus and everything uh as you did then now
3: well yeah i mean i guess the foundation for me is still there it it uh but i mean my perspective changes you know as a as a person you know just living life and you know kind of like experiencing different things but also changes in the in the world you know i guess uh will affect that day-to-day. So where are
0: you at but, now? You
3: know, so, honestly, you know, I'm just really at this, at this point, I'm uh, yeah, the foundations there. And uh, I think that's about the extent of it, you know, not at the extent of it, but, you know, I think that's kind of, I'm just trying to simplify a lot of so, things so, at this point. So you know? your
1: foundation um, would be it, like uh, as a Christian or is your foundation as a theist or is your foundation as being spiritual? Where is that foundation? From?
3: You know, I think that's something that is still uh it's not uh it's not as like specific I guess I'm trying to figure out the uh, the details of that end
1: <laughs>
3: right if that makes sense, you know I think not to be too uh, too general but
1: that's that's yeah, hopelessly so general
3: it, it, you know it that's is, the most I mean, general I mean, thing
1: I've ever heard anybody uh, ever say
3: and it it really is it is but it's 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 true you know i think you just get to that point in life sometimes you're just like wait. Like why? Like you know, like it, it's even like an association thing. Well, it's like, well, what 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 is an association? Like you know, and who am I associating myself with? Or does that really matter? What what does matter? The foundation, you know. And it's like, I guess that 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 connection with the father son, like you know, and I guess like the, the 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 creation, like you know, things like that. But then, like, there's so many other layers to that. Like even getting into the, the science of it, you know, and then. You feed uh, the mind through the heart, or you do, you feed the heart to the mind, you know, and it's kind of like how do you? There's, there's so many things, guys. Yeah, I can go on for hours about more generalizations and uh, you know, rhetorical questions. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> well, it's funny because well, my, cool.
2: my my co-host over here calls me the uh, the apathetic agnostic because yeah, uh, because uh-huh. because basically eh, I'm like uh, be good to other people that's kinda of sort of my my my, my deal be, associate with good people, you know, and that's a, that's kind of my goal
3: mm-hmm.
2: more than anything
0: else cool.
3: yeah, and I think really for like i guess what I've always like all like you know just basically doing not like either just going about there every day or just trying to trying to do the right thing you know and I think, and, and understanding that, not like, I guess, realizing you did the wrong thing after you, you know, made a mistake. Yeah. You know, it's like it, it's it's being conscious about the world around you and, and your actions and how they affect others, you know, whether they're uh, right next to you or whether they're, you know, miles away or whatever it is. You know, and I think realizing the effect of like,
1: I guess, just your daily lives it,
3: it, it, in, it, in, in a way that like, you know, that, that is uh, actually affecting the, the world around you in a positive way. If that makes sense so that
1: that's sort of like like well I guess that uh, begs the question as to like who determines the morality are you yeah. determining your morality or are you trying to employ a morality that you've gotten from another source
3: yeah exactly but I think you know and i think that's where i think it's so hard to i think that's a it's, it's a uh it's not a it's not a, i guess it's black and white you know I feel like that's where you you gotta ha- you can't like i guess' for, you, everybody makes mistakes. No one's perfect, you know? And, uh, you know, whether you're trying to make a positive difference in the world, like, you know, through metal or through accounting or through <laughs> journalism or whatever it is, you know, like I think it's, it's about actively trying to do the right thing and, and make the right decisions. If that makes sense. Does that, does that I'm make trying, sense?
1: I'm trying to get you, trying to get you to say something. <laughs> you're hopelessly yeah. general.
0: It's yeah, like, if, know, if somebody said you, you need exam- to go to church, <laughs> I think you just keep on
1: driving and, we just have no idea where you end up. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, maybe that's maybe that's
3: just the way it is. I guess. See, I get, I get it because like like you said, I'm I'm I'm
2: totally apathetic about it. It's like you know, hey man, as long as I'm living life good, it 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 doesn't make a difference. You know, whether whether you know, as long as I think it's good, as long as I you know, I don't feel guilty about what I'm doing. It's you know, this or that, walking the walk. You know, well,
3: no, totally. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah so said, just uh, trying to you know. What? wake up every day and uh, just make 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 good decisions you know what i mean try to think about how your actions affect other people and uh i think at the root of it just trying to make make that difference you know and i think that's where it kind of you know even being in a band like it's like well how is this affecting the world in a positive way it's like well you know i'm able to go out there and use this so i can travel and meet people and you know whether it's uh just a a quick cool conversation or making new friends and uh, I don't know,
1: Yeah, you know, it's just, it, 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 spread it's, your uh,
2: message that honor is dead, you know, I mean. Uh,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, so, exactly. so when
1: Tim, when Tim's going through his really public struggles with his Christianity, are you in the tour bus like going, dude, you got it all wrong, you're reading the wrong stuff or were you like along for the ride? Where, where, where did you stand when he's going through all that?
3: Well, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of something that, you know, I don't really know exactly. if There was a, an exact point where it's like, "Hey, there's a struggle" or something like that. You know, I mean, really, like, I guess a lot of these these things that came out in hindsight, like in hindsight, you know, whether it was him or someone else talking about it, like, it wasn't something that was happening every day. You know, it was what, what kinda, was not
1: happening every day, like the I discussions.
3: Guess, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, it's like you know, you're when you're functioning day to day. I mean, you don't really, you're not really like at this point, like talking about everything, you know, everything whether it's a struggle or uh, or not, things gonna happen, unbeknownst to us. <laughs> really, I mean, nothing uh, nothing was known. You know, we literally flew back from tour. I guess that's kind of just when everything happened. And at, at that point, it's like no matter what we do, no matter what we say, it's like got to deal with what, he, what he's got to deal with. You know, yeah. so our our yeah. effect, like you know, with him personally, it, it kind of. It gets limited when uh, you, you have you know you have the bars between you, you know.
0: So yeah.
1: Well, uh, speaking of, have you spoken to him or or visited him since he got incarcerated?
3: Mm, no, uh, I haven't. Um, so yeah, uh, I've been uh, definitely quite busy with uh, you know just uh, <clears throat> the uh, the new band uh, and live uh, yeah, at the club and everything else. So yeah, and yeah, but... you know, there's no there's no ill will at this point, but you know I think uh, so it's definitely something. Yeah, he had a. Yes, You, guys, you guys have to deal with. Um, it's not to say we'll never talk again, you know, so, and I really, like I said, I have no ill will close him, uh, but, you know, I hope he's doing better, uh, but, uh, yeah, you just don't know, but then you read those news stories, like, that just came out, and you're like, well, it, it just, it's
1: kind of hard
3: to, see, hard to know where a person's at at that point, you know, so, yeah.
1: Well, plus, I mean, they could call you in because, you know, you'd be the one who would say, actually, I remember him having man boobs in 2007, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No,
3: yeah, you know. And that's where it kind of just, like, at a certain point, you know, what do you...
1: Well, like, you're the only other stockholder in As I Lay Dying yeah, that's, cake, where, that's, so that's where why I was
2: going to go, yeah, because uh, you yeah. Got your, you still got your name on it.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, everybody has their name on it. You know, we're all on the uh, the, the record contractors, just uh, the uh, like merch rights and all kind of stuff was just under our name. So, I mean, so as dying, is still five members. You know, despite what people, uh, what certain people would 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 uh, would publicize.
1: Oh, I thought it was just just you and Tim, and everybody else was sort of hired. You know. And they have no. name sign of contracts and stuff, but the actual stockholders and Inc side would be uh, uh, you two, the two of you.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's just like any other corporation. It's like like House of Blues is House of Blues, but it's owned by Live Nation, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? But I mean, it's not, it's not that. It's definitely not a good example. But you know, it's just there's so many different ways to I guess structure. You know,
0: and uh, LLC, a, a and
3: band all that. on the business end. Yeah, and it's like you know. Every record is, like, a different publishing uh, LLC. You know, it's just for, like, structure and, you know, all that fun stuff that really has nothing yeah, to do. Yeah, to hide it. the money. But you got to do it. I get because it. You got to Yeah. No, obviously it's, it's not about, about that. It's, just, it's about, uh, yeah, just paying the taxes and being able to uh, tour and, you know, show that W9 and, you know, and uh, <laughs> I guess uh, be able to uh, get paid make and make an income in the U.S., you know? Yeah. So. Do, do you have any concern yeah, but,
1: that you know someday it's going to be like that scene, the opening scene of Blues Brothers, and he's going to get out, and but instead of like you sitting there waiting for him, he's just going to be like pissed off that like nobody even like called him while he was in jail, you know?
3: No, no, I don't think so. Yeah, you know, like I said, it really the who knows where anybody's at at this point, and uh yeah, I, I hope that like you know eventually we, we can like uh, begin to communicate again, but uh things didn't necessarily. And on a high note, uh, so to speak. But lowest note ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, has actually, he tried? Stuff, has he tried reaching out doing. to you? I mean, we, we 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 talked like, um, you know, I guess uh, while he was uh, out on bail or house arrest or whatever. But uh, you know, but it, but it was pretty limited um, at that yeah. point. So.
1: But he has he hasn't like sent you a note. He didn't send a Christmas card last year. None of that.
3: <laughs> no, no. So,
2: so how did you feel about that? I mean, when all that stuff is going on, you know, there's a lot of talk about him and what he's going through and all this and all that. And you know, we we talked to Nick when when the first album came out. It's like, how did how was how are you in all in the middle of all that?
3: It's kind of like one of those things. Like, I mean, really, it's something that he we didn't want to make anything more difficult uh, for him or for or you know or for uh, the band itself. And I think and I think there was. There was so many things, like, so many layers, like, to, I guess, that, I guess, needed to be peeled back and got peeled back, you know, but despite, like, all, or, like, I guess, our, our own, like, feelings about, about the situation, like, he's, it's still, he still has to deal with it, and we still are, you know, we still got the swift kick to the nuts, like, to the Adelaide Don camp, you know, and, yeah. and all of our fans, you know, there was a lot of tours that were happening. There was, um, you know, I was, like, literally, like, I think when I got the call, from uh our manager like he's like hey did you see this story like is, have you talked to tim and i'm like no i was like literally getting back from i think we'd just flown in like flown, flown home uh from uh, china shanghai and i was at at the bank like uh putting a deposit in to uh make get, get the merch order for the next tour we were about to go out with kill Switch. and uh um, yeah and jet lagged and um i think uh yeah, and then kind of just started from there. And like at that at that point, yeah, you just you have to almost like 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 live your life like like being reactionary because you have yeah. there's so many things coming your way. You just like you're like you know at that point it's impossible to like think about like how you feel about something. You know.
2: Well, I mean, reflecting back and, on uh, it though, I mean, it's like as far as. I mean, you know, I don't want to say betrayal because that seems like the wrong word, but like disappointment. It kind of it had to feel very
3: disappointing for you. Well, of course, yeah, of course. You know, and I think it's, it's something that I mean, this is this has been my life. You know, it's been his life. It's been all of our lives. You know, and it's it's not just it's not just us. I mean, there's there's it, it was a, a very long list. Uh, I guess of uh, uh, you know of effects like trickling up, trickling down. You know, and it just it was. It was all the promoters, it was all the, you know, all the people that we work with, all the agents, all, the, you know, the record label, all of our fans, you know, like, it, like, it just been a part of this thing for, you know, decade plus. So there was a, you know, just a very widespread effect, you know, and it's kind of, and then, you know, meanwhile, we're, like, we're all kind of trying to figure out, like, how to, you know, handle that. In addition to what do we do next, you know so there's there's it was it, you know oddly enough it just like, it was very like little time to uh think and reflect even at this point, honestly, it's yeah. like a, you know starting over uh not just starting over but you know starting a new band and it's, it's like rebuilding things you know uh on our end, and we're building something new and uh so I guess it's not the next chapter it's like the next book at this point you know so it's, it's it's a very uh i guess intense process you know and a very busy process and like i said yeah sometimes i i, I still think you know like i didn't even really have much of a chance to look back you know and uh, uh i'm sure i will uh eventually but i'm sure we all will but at yeah, this point there's no time it's just you gotta keep moving forward or else uh, you know we're gonna be stuck
2: so
0: do you feel
3: like <laughs>
2: you're doing that on purpose to try to to try to avoid avoid the feelings the feels yeah, all that stuff you know you're pulling like, a Metallica like we're, oh, we're gonna man, power yeah. through it we don't wanna think about yeah. it go <laughs> forward
3: oh. <laughs> gotta get the psychologist in here and, uh, no, uh, I'm, I, mean, <laughs> I'm, I mean I'm curious cause you know I mean
2: you kind of look nah, at yeah. Woven War from a fan perspective as kind of a phoenix you know rising from the ashes of, mm-hmm. uh, of this stuff and you know for you guys to be to to not take the time in such an important and big kind of story and all that drama that surrounded that you know to not reflect on it you know that's you, you, as a person you want to kind of get through that right
3: oh no, totally yeah I mean it's, it's definitely been reflection i I don't want to say there's not like I haven't even thought about it or like you know I'm kind of I guess I'm not trying to uh, bury it by any means but uh yeah it's just you know at this point you know, I can I can only Reflect and, and reminisce on the past, you know, uh, so much, you know, I guess it really, when I wake up every day, I don't, like, I can't, I can't keep my head there. I have to keep my head moving forward, you know, and also in, in the now, so.
1: Are you surprised to have not gotten an apology from Tim yet?
3: Apologies, yeah. know, I, I, at, at this point, I don't really know what, I don't even know what that would be like. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, whether it's, uh like, personal or public, like, I mean, I, I really don't know. You know, I just, I guess, would, would, it, would it change things? I don't know. But, uh, I mean, it wouldn't change, I guess, what I'm doing now at this point. No. Uh,
1: you know. And it should, because no, you Wilbur know. ten yeah. times the band as I lay dying. You know? I'm <laughs> saying that right now.
3: Oh, thanks, you know, I, mean, I think, at uh, first, you know, I think that's, like, where it's like we kind of just, that's why we started the new band. You know, we didn't, we just felt like, you know, in order to preserve, like, and, and pay, pay respect, you know, to the legacy and and like meeting like, you know, not our legacy, but the, the, the band and, and our, our fans and like, <clears throat>
2: everything you the built connection.
3: Yeah. yeah and, and everything they, you know, that they experienced and like everything that, like what everything meant to them, you know, and uh that's why we started a new band. We didn't try to, uh we didn't want to just, you know, take that name and start, you know, touring and just, you know, I guess milking milking the cash cow as much as we could, you know. It wasn't about that. It was like now nah, we wanted to preserve that, you know. That, that that's what was, it's what is genuine to us, you know. And um, you know, some people are like, oh, you just got a new singer and kept touring and playing and this, sadly dying. Well, it's like, well, you know, it's like at this point, like we wanted to do something different, you know. And just out of respect for, you know, I guess like everything that we built, you know, to with with our fans and, and the connection that we made with our fans.
2: Are you starting to see those fans? Come over now to the side. Are they? Do they? Are they figuring it out?
3: Yeah, you know, I mean that's you know, that's something that we did actually. You know, a, a conscious effort that we had. We didn't necessarily want to just ride the uh, the coattails. I mean, obviously, our history will precede us with, for sure. Like, just, well, it's um, your music. I mean, it's not you are not, not riding the yeah.
2: coattails. It's your music. So, I mean, it's totally exactly. legit. <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, it's. Uh, I mean, it, uh, that, that feels weird to even think that you would think that. You know, because I mean, it's
3: yours. <laughs> No, yeah, totally. But you know, we didn't like we wanted to. We literally wanted as much as possible. You know, like to like be a new band. You know, and not not be like a like a, just a quote unquote uh, like this group as a result of this band, yeah, <laughs> like a
2: revival or you know? something, or yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Or it's like you know, you see Velvet Revolver, and it's like a different singer. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, but yeah, It's yeah, like, yeah. it, like it, it kind of like, what they they marketed as like oh, Guns N' Roses was. You know,
2: <laughs>
0: um, yeah it's, it, it,
3: uh, Adam Lambert uh, or
0: somebody. Stone yeah. Tible,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stone Temple Cloud. So it was, you know, it just kind of like, it's like, all right, well, it, we didn't, you know, like, it, it is, not to say that's the, the wrong thing to do. Like, I mean, yeah, it works, you know, for them in, in whatever capacity. Um, but uh, we I just mean. try to, like, you know, be conscious about every every everything that we're doing to make sure that it, it's it's like our 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 decisions uh, for the band and, and the music and the direction are are uh, I guess in line with uh, just I guess the genuine nature of like what we're trying to create like you know for the art side of it you know yeah, so, yeah.
2: I mean from the outside that's what it looked like I mean it looked like it was you guys needed a mental break from Asale dying and we got a break and do something. Do do something different, you know you know you like you knew what you were giving up with that, as far as the fans and where you stood as far as in the pecking order, but it didn't mm-hmm. that that didn't seem to matter
3: no uh, you know it still doesn't you know, I think that's always been our intent with this band, you know anyway, I was dying it was just we were just just trying to <clears throat> continue to do what we did and the best and the best that we could you know and try not to be complacent with where we're at, you know, we're always just trying to get better, um, whether it's practice or writing or touring or, uh, you know, just grinding it out either way. So
1: is it, is it easier the second time around trying to build a band than the first?
3: I guess cause you have like that, that, uh, that experience and that basis. There's a lot of things that are like, okay, cool. We don't have to worry about making this mistake again, or, you know, how to make, making like, you know, we know how to make the right decision here, you know, and, if you have that foundation but it's um it's kinda hard to realize because even with Adley dying it, like we didn't it was never like when we started the band it was just like, Hey, I love metal, like we're in a metal band, we're playing in a metal band. Hey, we got a tour, okay, cool, we're touring, all right. Sweet, sounds good, we're recording a record. Oh, yeah, hey, we started a metal band, hey, cool, now we can tour full time. You know, because we were able to get another tour and it's like you know and you just kind of make that decision like you know make those decisions as they come it wasn't like hey all right we're going to start the biggest metal band in the world and we're going to be the next Metallica and but we really weren't and then okay what do we do now are we still important or you know it just it just kind of something that you just kind of keep what you do keep doing what you're doing and make the the best decisions uh, as you know when you can um and uh try to realize opportunities like when they're there and um and make the most of them i think that was really that was it, you know, and I think that we're taking the same, same deal over you know, and it's not like we have i mean we i guess we don't have no, no band ever really has like unless you get to a certain point like the the ability to to dictate like you talked about like a pecking order, you know, and not to say it exists or it doesn't exist, but it's like you know when you're when you're trying to grow a, a band and build a fan base and play in front of new people, you're kind of you know just trying to take opportunities you know. Uh, like I said when they present themselves yeah so.
2: there's a pecking order I mean as L.A. Dying goes from uh, headlining tours to Woven War going back to an opening slot that, that that's a big yeah. difference I mean, you're re- you're rebuilding a new brand with Woven War. Totally. you know, and Total. but uh, that experience. But dude, I mean, you know which merch guy to go to. You know, avoid which managers. Okay, this club guy's an <laughs> asshole. Okay, don't talk to that dude. So at least you got some well, you get some rules of the road that you know out there already.
3: Oh, totally. Yeah, and I think that's what's. Uh, you know, I guess getting back to what you're saying, like that is a a, a benefit, I guess. Yeah. Um, we were that's experience. Yeah, it's it's exactly that, and we you know we've been very fortunate to keep the the faith and uh, of um, the, the you know the industry around us, uh, like you know with Metal Blade and with management and with all of our you know our booking uh, international and national, and we still have that same team. Uh, of people. Uh we are definitely very we're very uh thankful and appreciative of that, you know. And uh but also, you know, we're we're not just uh being idle, you know. We we are we always have been, yeah, I guess had a very uh, uh solid work ethic, you know, just always kind of grinding it out and never just being like, oh, why aren't, why aren't things happening? It's like, no, we just we make them happen. <laughs> you know, it's like yes. this record is not going to write themselves. Like this this um, tour is not going to, you know. Logistically, plan itself. You know, this merch isn't going to print itself. You know, <laughs> we yeah. just kind of just, we're not just waiting for someone else to do something for us. You know, and just be like, oh, hey, you know, let me just wake up and play music. It's like, no, it's it's a uh, it's a day to day task in order to survive and try to continue uh, continue making music and touring and playing music.
1: The four of you guys, I mean, have have seemed like a united front when you produced the kind of songs that you guys had on that debut album. I could certainly see why everybody would be. You know, gang, gangs for we're, we're all good. You know, we're going to build this mm-hmm. together. Is is there any concern that we should have with Phil dropping out from this?
3: No, not at all. I mean, he's just uh, as much part of this record as uh, as uh, as he was for the first record. Um, you know, now it's just after we recorded, and uh, you know, just kind of, it felt like you know he wanted to tour with uh, you know, Poison Headache, uh, which I mean Poison Poison is a phenomenal band. You know, that's a that's a project he's had for a decade plus, you know, well, that yeah, but I'm sure out, you're you know,
1: are I'm sure you said the same thing to him that I'm gonna say to you, which is like, Yeah, but it's no woven war Well,
3: <laughs> uh, you know, I mean really I guess at this point it's it's like, you know, I can't on that um although yeah, you know, I mean we're, we're all you know, we're 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 you know, we're, we're we're big kids. You know, we can, I guess, uh, you know, make our decisions and not like have to sit there and you know, here's yeah. someone trying to convince us otherwise. You know, if, it's like if the best Sarati best wants to go, you know, he's, he can, See, he can make
1: the, that decision. You know, I have the and, I have uh, the petty perspective. That's that's what I bring to the
0: table.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think that's where pettiness is like for i mean it, it just from being in a band for so many years god i mean it's like pettiness is uh, is, is probably that it's like the rot from within almost you know it's yeah. it, it, it will it, it destroys like the best bands and i think that's you know one of the reasons like we were you know even with Asley dying and like well, we're, we're able to uh continue you know and not just you know oh what, what happened to that band it's like no we're we're still here it's like this being able to function with each other, you know, and, and being able to, you know, live with each other day to day. It's, it's, it's um, you know, it's, it's a constant uh, and a very conscious effort, you know? Because it's yeah. not, you know, it's not to say, like, you know, it's, it's got to be super difficult and, like, you know, like it, it's, it's like, no, it's like, you got to, respect your person the person next to you in order to keep functioning for the greater good you know well yeah and like you're right?
2: saying like you're saying earlier with the drama you guys been through it's easy to put that uh, put all that shit in perspective <laughs> it's, exactly, it's like, yeah. it's like
3: exactly. hey it's
2: all good bro go do what you gotta do man it's all it's all
3: fine <laughs> it's got it's yeah, yeah. It's like that's Dare awesome. I say what's the worst that could happen, you
2: know? So, but uh, <laughs> uh yeah. dude you better knock <laughs> in some wood right fucking now, man.
1: No. Oh, <laughs> speaking, speaking of, is is Tim's ex wife and kids are they doing okay? Are they groovy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so cool. I mean, you know, Cause but, we we don't hear anything, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, anybody you know,
3: cares. I kind of <clears throat> yeah, no, totally, yeah. And we all do too, you know, and I think, you know But I think that's where I guess the kind of keeping um you know, keeping things uh Quiet, or I guess, you know, not public. It's, it, it's, uh, I think that's make things, makes things a little bit easier, you know? Which is why we didn't go out like when things were happening, but like, start like talking about, you know, what was going on with Tim, because it was like, yeah, we don't know anything. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, just same with them. We didn't want to complicate things for them, too, cause, I mean, really, like, at the end of the day, like, God, it's like, how much did it affect, like, her and, and the kids, you know? And it's like, it was a pretty intense thing for them to experience and go through, even though it was, you know, a very uh, intense thing for us too, you know. It's, uh, you know, I like said perspective. You know, there's always uh, always something else to consider and to to appreciate, you know, uh, given the circumstances.
1: Can I, can I confess something real quick? Go for Jordan? it, Jordan. So, like two ready. years ago, I bought my first muscle tee, and it was a woven warm muscle tee. And I have spent the last two years trying to get in the kind of shape that would make me capable of wearing proudly my woven war muscle tee. And I have not yet reached the ability to wear that proudly. But it, it, you know what? I, I think I'll post a picture of what of the embarrassing shape I'm in now, wearing that muscle tee. I'll put it on Instagram
3: that's hey, all good and, you know it's all good and right now I gotta get You know, I'm excited to get back out on tour get, get back into shape I've been uh, you know pulling the office hours at the club too much so excited to get back out there and start start playing drums again so
2: the new album dude is uh, is, is wicked good dude Honor is Dead is well, a new record guys. Jordan thank you very much man we appreciate it dude thanks for taking your time Yeah, brother we, yeah, yeah,
3: awesome thank you guys man
0: the world has lost it's mind. are liars lead of a blind, And no one seems to see the cliff inside Are we, are we too far gone to save our lives? Our house on sand is sinking How are we surprised? Senselessness is now averse Try Fools we are Defending truths we know Subscribe to the Metal Sucks Podcast today.
2: Brand new music—it makes me think of uh, of puppets doing naughty things. Um, the stage right there is a song from Avenged Sevenfold on the Metal Selects
1: podcast. Oh baby, oh baby, it's not—it's—it's not. It's, it's not a blatant Metallica or Guns N' Roses ripoff. I was—I, you know, it's sort of like the—you know—a a Trump speech. The—you know—the expectations are so low that when they when it <laughs> clears it, you're like, oh. Well, huh. I mean, I think Vince was right. It's sort of a return to like the City
2: of Evil ish era of 7 Sevenfold. So it's a little bit of the older stuff for the like, kind of like it. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a terrible song. I kind of like the some of the chord progressions that are going on in there. I think I could probably call about a minute and a half, two
1: minutes out of that and be totally oh, fine with it. You know, I, dude, I could have called five minutes out of that song without even hesitating i like the video though i thought the video was pretty cool that you was know? cool yeah you know that i you know,
2: gotta give him that the puppet thing was pretty cool and you know as mm-hmm. far as the statement on the on the way of the world and things like that i thought that was pretty good
1: so yeah. you know i'm not not too bad but it's uh it's just Part of the reason that I I wanted to bring them up was just that it's interesting to me how Avenged Sevenfold just it seems almost rapidly over the last few years has become for the mainstream the metal band, you know, like the iconic metal band of this generation or whatever. And it's I mean, obviously, that's that's so wrong, you know, (laughs) but nobody's bigger than them right now.
2: Well, I mean, you look at some of the bands that have have had a kind of a what you would call in uh, the press a meteoric rise to stardom, things like that, that just pop off and, and uh, you know, they're selling lots of records. I mean, they've been around for, shit, uh, 15, 16 years now, I guess right around 2000-ish is when they started, 99, 2000, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, as, overnight success? Uh, no, yeah, I mean, not completely overnight. So the guys have been around, but I mean, I think they were su- would call them successful, you know, with City of Evil in 2005. So you're talking in the last decade, they've got they went bam and we're out, we're out the gate, you know, and we're pretty huge. But I think more than anything, what happened is is that people even outside of metal look at Avenged Sevenfold and say, those guys are metal dudes. And that's a metal band and that they represent the entire genre. that's the
1: T-shirt that you see on the street. Correct. You know, with the guy who owns no other metal T-shirts. Exactly.
2: And that's kind of the idea. That's the one that you see hanging in the window at the Hot Topic or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's what represents metal to the rest of the world at this point. You know, bands like that. And I would say another would be sort of like five figure death punch. You know, that sort of thing. Not to say not, And we're not talking about music or musically or whatever or anything. Any, you know, that has nothing to do with it. We're talking about aesthetic at this point. And I think that's what the outside world sees as metal, right, and I right. don't know if that's entirely right,
1: <laughs> you know I, i'm and, just i am assuming that these guys worked out their their record label, whatever was going on last year but um who knows I don't but. know
2: actually if they did because what I did notice is that the single on iTunes is attributed to them in a partnership with iTunes so it's not like a label so i don't know not sure how whether or not they worked that out or not so
1: uh, yeah. that's it that brings up a whole other thing is like the idea of the platforms become the labels but we won't go down that road well way. i had
2: he- i i had heard something about them I'm like uh, making a deal with Capitol records or something like that maybe but I was like when was the last time you heard anything on Capitol records but, uh, you know, yeah. uh, who, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> was,
1: but but the, the, the whole thing with Avenged Sevenfold reminds me of back in the day, working in the record store, and what was the band that represented punk rock more than any other band, and still to this day for many people in the mainstream. Green Day. Just released, Green Day just yeah. released a new album, too, I think, right? And I, I'm not going to listen to it. Their stuff's crap. It's always been crap. But it's always been amazing to me that they're the most mediocre uh uh, you know band but even people that like who whose taste i admire somehow have been swindled to believe that green day are good and and it's unbelievable to me that that happens i mean you would i mean look at like the misfits reunion you know just happened right now that's the band that's the band that should have been punk rock but those guys you know they gave up too soon and blah 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 they missed the boat when the mainstream came to punk rock but
2: well, but oh, but yeah. it's what I but it's what I'm saying about the about the aesthetic, and it's not and musically it's all sort of uh, milk toast as well, you know. Same kind of, kind of the way I feel about it in, sevenfold in A lot of ways, I mean, Green Day is sort of the same sort of case, right? You know, where punk rock. Uh, you, you put the needles and the, the the safety pins through your eyebrow. You know they're like, well, let's just put them on our sleeve instead. That's still punk rock, right? Okay, all right, that's cool. We can we could do that instead. All right, we're we're gonna dye our hair purple. Well, let's just give ourselves some blonde frosted tips so we can wash out at the end of the night. Okay, that's still punk rock, right? You know, it's not quite dedicated enough to get you over the top. But it's enough to sort of make you look like you're there, right? You know, and kinda kinda go there. And I gotta admit, I I own Dookie. You know, it was one of those records that I actually kind of enjoyed. You know, it wasn't wasn't awful, but I knew what it was because I know where punk rock came from. So like the shit that I know is real. Like this is I never called that punk rock at all. It's like I it's pop music to me, you know, more than anything
1: else. You know they had he, he. I assume he still has it. I don't know. I've listened to Green Day forever, but you know the fake British accent. You know, just total rip off of the Clash and uh, you know Sex Pistols and all the great original. Yeah, it was a Johnny Rod
2: thing more than anything. Because remember, he used to yeah. have blonde tips or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, it was all yeah.
1: And 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 they cleaned all that up, gave it to mainstream, and everybody bought it. And then there's event sevenfold. You know, like if Guns and Roses and Metallica are a little too scary, I guess. <laughs> you got
2: now you've got avenge sevenfold,
1: baby. Yeah. 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 What in Dude. the world, you know? But you know, it's like you don't see that in film. It's not like somebody like uh, you know, produces a, a, a version of uh uh of the Avengers movies, the, you know, it's totally cheese-balled and mediocre, and everybody runs to go see this ripoff of the Avengers. It's the Avengers that everybody goes see because it's the first one, it's the original. It's the, you know what I mean? Yeah, but technically, it's, at
2: the same time, like if you're looking at it, the Avengers are a ripoff of something else. Like the Avengers are the, are the <clears throat> the, the 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 mainstream thing, the mediocre middle of the road thing when it should be the watchman instead it should be so, like a true graphic novel thing you know instead of that like what's really true to the uh, comic book nerd is not really true to the movie goer a lot of people right, really so think
1: That's a th- bad example but i'm
2: All just right, i'm right. just what saying you? but you know what i mean it's like that example like you are giving the the same thing that people would do for Avenged Sevenfold for metal you're doing for comic book people. So it's it's what you got to it's what you get when it, whenever you see it and it's visible and it's a thing on top there's 50 more layers of shit that came before it and it was underground and everybody else thinks that they're fucking cooler cuz they know about it before you did. So, you know, it's uh, it because a lot of people say the same thing about Star Wars, right? Well, what about this that came before fucking Star Wars? Blah blah blah. You didn't get the, you know, and it's you can link up anything that says that this is the the that steals the aesthetic from it. I think musically is different because I think it incorporates not only an aesthetic, a look, but also a particular sound, and that sound can be really replicated, cheeseballed out, and and change a lot. And then on top of that, there's two factors there, and movies and comics and like things like that it's a little harder to do because really it's about the director and the style and some other stuff. So it's kind of you can imitate but it's kind of hard to replicate, you know. I don't I don't know, it's really weird. Whereas yeah, I, I mean, think Avenged Sevenfold wrote another Metallica song
1: at one point in their life. So, yes, they definitely did. <laughs> so, yeah. they, you know, there's like that. Well, I it would be real interesting to like, you know, have a producer and, you know, have the, you know, can you imagine being a producer and having some resources and going you know what? I'm a huge fan of carcass carcass are the greatest. I'm gonna do I'm gonna Green Day carcass You know what I mean? Mm. And what what in the world would that sound like? Who would you get? You know, how could that be? You know, you get some real talented musicians. I bet you could do it now What would it sound like? I have no idea
2: keep talking, but keep keep oy, talking. I'm trying to think oy. oh, there's got to be somebody uh, but, mm-hmm. but would that be how like would that be almost like how metalcore was born uh, I don't know, you know, that, like in a weird way, you know, you know, like guess how, how some of these uh, me, uh, molded genres kind of are born out of stuff like that. But I mean, I don't sometimes. know, you know, you sort of get something like that. But I mean, I don't think it's like death metal. It's kind of uh, the death metal equivalent, I guess, would be something like death clock, you know, right. to where death clock, even though it's even though I think it's really, really kick ass <laughs> and cool. A lot of people that are death metal fans think that that's the worst thing that's ever happened to metal ever in the history of metal. Is that so, somebody came along And they're just mocking fucking death metal You know and, and it's And I don't agree with that but at the same Time you could look at it that way I mean I think of a, I was trying to think of other bands That sort of fit this bill and I think another one was like Who did I come up with Limp Biscuit was probably one
1: You're bright, yeah. You know
2: like Corn, Sort of legit back in the day I actually didn't you know I, I think that You know Jonathan Davis probably had some issues With uh, some daddy issues at some point But I think you know Fred Durst Not so much you know that dude. That dude just is, was kind of a douche and wrote really fucking bad songs. <laughs> so, and, yeah. but he, but he acquired this sort of hip hop weird aesthetic thing and the new metal aesthetic and sound and all that stuff. And it was just this packaged, bleh, and I think effectively ruined the entire genre doing it. You know, and Man, I, it when, just didn't like ju-
1: When that Judgment Night soundtrack came out, we all thought well, this is pretty cool. It's not going to do any real damage. Oh, Oh, little did we know. Little did we know. (laughs)
2: Son of a bitch. Well, and there's no going back now. I don't know. I think I think it's one of those things, man, and it's a matter of taste. Because I mean, I I look at Avenged Sevenfold as kind of the gateway, man. If you can get your mom to let you wear an Avenged Sevenfold shirt to fucking school, more power to you. you know that way, eventually you will get to the Mortician shirt, and and life will be good.
1: No, so. eventually you're wearing the Overkill shirt, and she can't tell the difference because they ripped off the goddamn <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Skull Bat. <laughs> yeah. Or what? What are they? What's oh fuck? What's the name of the Overkill one? I don't know. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Uh, uh, see, okay.
0: Hello from my gutter.
2: At some point. At some yeah, point. It would not
1: have been cool if like obituary were like mainstream, or not obituary, like a uh, uh, Overkill, like, over, you know, just the most mainstream of all that. Like, no doubt are going on tour with Overkill. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't even, I can't, like, I can't even put that in uh, my head. Chally.
0: Yeah. Chally is his
2: name. That's right. Uh, OK, I had to look it up, but God damn it. I, this is, uh, it was going to fucking bug me if I didn't remember, because I actually I used it in a round of fucking trivia. Uh, we did heavy metal trivia and one of them was mascots. And we had to. And yeah, that was one of the ones that we put in there. Hopefully, you know we'll be doing that again here in the future. and uh, Do some more heavy metal trivia. Yeah, that'd
1: be cool to be able to let let the podcast listeners know that that that, that uh, be doing that. That'd be kind of fun. Uh,
2: hopefully soon we'll be uh, bringing it to bringing it to Austin here again. Here, uh, I think we're yeah maybe December again, but I don't know. Do we'll
1: see. do that with your heavy metal karaoke again. That was a hit. Yeah, that was that. a hit
2: too. That was my birthday. Yeah. yeah, I think we're gonna have to rock this thing out, dude. Well, <laughs> you know, make sure that you're following me on social media and stuff, and you can see when we do all this stuff here in Austin, man. I am at Bearded Ape.
1: And I am at Godless Speaks. Godless Speaks, Facebook, Spotify.
2: So you can hook up with us all over the place. Even even Instagram, at Chuck and Godless is our Instagram. God. I've been posting pictures left and right of all kinds of stuff. Even my Halloween decorations just went up, so... Got all that stuff put out and uh, took a couple shots of that. So get us there. You can also find our Patreon, ChuckingGodless.com or Patreon.com slash ChuckingGodless. You can find all the old shows up there. We've got extra content, outtakes, uh, you know, little videos and other uh, vignettes of things that we've been doing. Uh, You can check it all out there at ChuckingGodless dot com chipping a couple of bucks you know that'd be kind of cool we appreciate everybody's who's adopted so far we appreciate thanks
1: for the new folk we need we need more new folk yeah we
2: appreciate everybody who's already in man so you guys are
1: freaking awesome and of course that's one way to let me know that like (laughs) ireland may hate me but you don't <laughs> but that'd you, be really nice you love me you
2: really love me please i need he needs a, okay kids i I need him to stay around at least for a while i don't want him to be getting too depressed because we're about to hit winter in ireland and you know it gets dark way early over there way I, I, early i don't want him being really sad and like only having like four hours of light and shit you know all right so you know make make godless feel better about himself you know,
1: I did go to a doctor appointment and they prescribed like uh, uh, Xanax, Lexapro, or you know <laughs> yeah. one of those like get happy things. That's never happened before.
2: This will make you feel better. <laughs> uh, First thought in my uh, head is that's going to ruin the podcast. <laughs> 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 Uh, So true, so true. See, (laughs) if you chip in money, we can get him on uh, some kind of rage pill. There's gonna be something that'll make you apparently whiskey. (laughs) Bravo! We can buy him a bottle of Jameson, and, uh, and life will be good. I think that's an awesome, awesome idea. So hook up with us all over the place as well as MetalSucks.net every single Monday. Click on the podcast tab, find all the old podcasts and dig us up, dude. We would appreciate it. And uh, yeah, until next week, I am Chuck. And I'm Godless. This is another episode of the Metal Sucks Podcast.